Hey, Tim. Hey, Dan. Uh, I've got a joke for you. I would love to hear it. All right. Uh, somebody was trying to explain to me today about how the uh, crypto market currencies are currently going down, and I already knew it, and I thought it was a bit coin descending. <laughs> it's two puns I mean, in that. Bitcoin and also coin descending. Yeah, it's mm. because it's like mm. condescending. Yeah. Exactly. It's very funny. I like it. It's a play on words. It's very funny. I've got another one. Um, okay, I spent right. some uh, cryptocurrency to take digital possession of an image of Gandalf killing Bolrag of Morgoth. It was my first uh, non-fungible Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> it's <NFT>. an NFT. <laughs> Classic. That's awesome. I actually want a Lord of the Rings NFT. That'd be sick. <laughs> I want that too. All right, let's dive in. Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. My name is Tim. And we are the two drunk accountants. How's things going, Tim? Let's start off actually with a what, what is, the, is Tim the Tim and, and Danlo. How is your week going, Tim? Pretty good. It's a short week. Mm. We've got Easter coming mm. up. Mm. Um, actually, Dan, I wanted to use this, this uh, time to talk about two things mm. that are pertinent in okay. my life mm-hmm. right now. Yep. The first of which is AFL fantasy footy. Mm-hmm. Important. Very important. Very important to my life right now. Yeah. And, uh, I was actually talking to someone in your AFL fantasy footy league and they told me you were dead last. Yeah. So. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, so I'm going to give everyone, just all the listeners, an update mm. on just how my season's going so far. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very nice, Dan. Yep. So we're four rounds in and I'm dead last. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't won a game and I'm the only team that hasn't won a game in the mm. entire comp. Good. Um, which is not cool. Mm. Well, it's, it's very uh, early in the season though. It's it's so early. It's very it's early in the season. Extremely early. Mm. Um, there's probably another, there'll be another 14 rounds yeah. still. Well, so, what's there been so far? Three? No, there's been four. There's okay. been four. So I've lost four games. Mm-hmm. I've been really unlucky with injuries. Mm. I'm going to say that, all right? Mm. I'm not making excuses, but mm. there's an excuse there because mm. I've been really unlucky with injuries. Yeah. But um, Tim, Tim, what are you going to do about it? If, if, we're, if we're living above the line here and, and you know, we're using the orders to go upstream, how are you going to be a victor and not a victim? Well, I'm owning it. I'm owning it right now. <laughs> I'm talking about it, Dad. Okay. And uh, well, this week, so my, my fantasy team is called Party on Garth. Mm-hmm. Um, this week at Party on Garth, look, we're not in crisis mode yet mm. because we still have a lot of faith in our talents mm. and our systems mm. and our structures. Yeah. But we did take a little, a little adventure um, it was organized by a group called Collective Mind, actually. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's an in-joke if you, if you know AFL and what the Adelaide Crows did a mm-hmm. few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, we took a little trip. We, we looked in mirrors. We gave each other honest feedback. And we know we're going to win this premiership this year. So, um, so I'm calling it now, Dan. You're going to win I the premiership. I have the talent to win this premiership this year from last with no wins after four rounds. Okay. okay? Yeah. Well, I feel like, happen. you know, if not, you know, your head's on the chopping block. The, the, the man in the, you know, the, the head of football operations is, is potentially on the chopping block here. Oh, look, I'm happy to put it on the block <laughs> and plenty of other people in the league already have as well. They're talking about introducing relegation system this year. <laughs> Which, you know, they've never done that before, but that's cool, boys. No worries. Yeah. That's fine. In my first year in the comp that I've been waiting years to join. Yeah, got to relegate. Just relegation when I'm coming last. Mm. But it's all right. It's all right. I've lost one game by like four points. Mm-hmm. That's very unlucky. Mm-hmm. And I lost another game by 20 points with a zero on the field. And I could have made a trade 
to win that game, mm. but I wanted to keep that player that scored a zero. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't give them up, which may be a mistake. But anyway. Potentially. We, you have faith in your two. talent. You have faith in your team. Good work, Tim. We're coming back. We're going to do it. Party on Garth. Party on Garth. Good luck. Godspeed. And uh, the second thing is I am playing AFL this year. So, Are you really? Yeah. Yeah. I went to training um, Tuesday night. and You made the call. I, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to try. Well, it might last one game because I'll break my leg or something. Yeah. Because uh, I knew you were going to training. I, I did not think that you'd be joining the team. Yeah, I just enjoyed it. And I thought, you're back. Hey, why not? Why are you going to have to give up golf? Oh, no. Golf is going to keep happening. <laughs> it's just not going to clash with AFL. So it's a good recovery session. Golf. Just yeah. walking, stretching the hips. No, that's awesome. Rotational. Work. That is awesome. You've been, there'd been, you know, talks, there'd been conversations in the past. I never thought you'd do it, but you've made the commitment. Good work. I'm doing it, Dan. I'm doing it. Yeah. So mini preseason starts now. Mm. So you've yeah. got to lace up the boots, get back out there. You're probably yeah. fitter than you've ever been. I, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I haven't mm. done a lot of running recently. So mm. got to, that's the next few weeks. So I'll just do a bit of running. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think I'm been kick- good to go. Striking the ball well. No, 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 I definitely need to practice kicking mm. a bit more because I haven't kicked much in the last five years. Mm. So yeah, yeah, this well, could be a horrible failure. I may not be picked for the team either. So for, there's for, also for that the risk. listeners. Um, Tim quit AFL because he broke his collarbone and yes. he has a huge metal plate now in his, it's good. in his collarbone. I'm stronger. Technically, I'm, mm. I'm stronger than I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> you can't break that one again. You can break my sternum yeah. or my shoulder joint. That's fine. But you definitely re- not the collarbone. You just That's add metal breaking. in there. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. It's reinforced. Well, do you know who's most excited about this? Is Definitely uh, Jade. <laughs> <laughs> no, Orford. Because, you know, his business is going to be booming. We've got a yeah. few friends who are... I don't yeah. know, it's, it's not a midlife crisis. I'd call this like a, like a quarter life crisis. They're going back to their sports. Like we've got a few friends going back to rugby league this year and, and the person who's going to benefit the most is, is uh, Orford men on the street physiotherapist. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You got to yeah. put his kids through college, you guys. Yeah. So 100%, 100%. Um, and, and the hospital system as well. I've got private health, mm. so it's, I'm glad to be supporting them. Mm. That's, that's really good. Yeah. Um, We've got income protection insurance in place, Dan. You'd be happy to know. I am so, happy. We sh- I should get some of that key man insurance. Yeah, uh, we, need a, we need a key man insurance. Uh, that's probably a good idea. Let's get that sorted. So, Good yeah. stuff. But it's only reserves footy, and yeah. I just won't go near the ball. I'll just be out there for fun. Yeah. So. No, well, you keep telling you and Jade that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's, uh, oh, me. What have I been you know doing? What's happening with you, Dan? There's enough talk about me. I'm in, I'm in sunny Queensland, Tim. Hey. It actually is sunny. It's, it was, I was actually hot yesterday. Wow. I know. I it's been a while since you felt like that. You're wearing a jumper. It's pretty cold here today, yeah. actually. Yeah. I was, uh, like, yeah, I'm in shorts and a shirt and it's, it's like 25, 26 degrees and the sun's out. What's you, that you about? You think you're better than me? You think you're- <laughs> I just wasn't sure this weather existed anymore, anywhere. <laughs> to be honest, and, and don't get me wrong, it's rained a lot here, as Has well it? as as well as well, you know in New South Wales. Um, yeah, it's been raining heaps here this week. But I think I've just lucked out that the um, I've got some good weather. Um, yeah, I haven't done anything with it, but <laughs> it's here. That's good. That's good. Yeah, Queensland. Lovely yeah. place to be, eh? Yeah, so I'm just hanging at my, my brother's place working here for a couple of weeks, um, which nice. is good. Enjoying that, hanging with the nephews. Uh, cool. If anyone's in Queensland and, you know, you feel like catching up, let me know because I'm here. Cool. Just chilling. I, I want to say, Dan, I think we should actually do some podcasts and and get on the drinks as well. Mm. Um I think it's just, you know, this is a time in our lives where, where we probably should do that. And uh, we are the two drunk accountants. We haven't done it for a while. We haven't done it for a while. And we missed the budget because, you know, there was COVID, COVID yeah. and, and some things going on. But, um, but what we're actually mm. thinking is we want to make, make this up to the people. We need to. We want to make this up to the people. So we want to get back out there and uh, have a live drink session. So if cool. you're keen on that, let us know because we're very keen on that. Yeah. Can you hear that loud I'm noise? I'm really keen on that. 
No, I can't hear a thing. Yeah, it's a fridge. It's going, it's right behind me. Okay. Mm. Anyway, just some of the fun. Some of the fun we have here in Queensland. (laughs) All right, let's move on to our uh, business update. Uh, Since our last podcast recording, Tim, they did it. They called the election. It's happening. It's happening. Yes. It's happening. Um, May 21st, the day before my birthday. There you go. That's so soon. Yeah, Yeah. So on my birthday, we will find out. Cool who our new prime minister or the same prime minister is. It's going to be really interesting next month. Mm. Um, already there's been a few interesting twists and turns. There's been some like, gaffes, um, a few gaffes. Oh, I love the gaffes. Like mm. I'm all about it. Mm. Albanese um, didn't know the unemployment rate mm. or the inflation rate. So couldn't I mean, even have a stab in the dark at it. It's because he just didn't want to get it. But why don't people have a stab? Like, it, just have a stab. Just say oh, it's roughly 4%. Yeah, I don't exactly. know the exact figure last time, but it's. I know that it's quite. It's pretty good at the moment. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and Just, everyone would go, yeah, it is roughly four percent. Yeah, he's about yeah. right. Oh, yeah. I guess I understand he doesn't know the exact percentage right now. Yeah. But yeah, it's been it's been hovering around that four percent. Probably yeah. a little bit lower than that at the moment. Yeah. Do you reckon he didn't want to like add to that because that means it's like there's a good thing happening economically already? Do you think maybe he did that on purpose? Or? I don't know, but it's 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 blown back on him for sure. But it definitely think- made me lose a little bit of faith because mm. I am considering voting Labor. I'm going to be honest here. We're going to yeah. talk politics, and no. but. I would like a little bit of a change with mm. in terms of the way our direction is heading Mm. in this country Mm -hmm. um but i just don't have a lot of faith i don't yeah i don't don't have have a faith faith in in any side you know on on the one hand yeah change is good i want change i want different direction i want something to happen um but yeah but then you you lose a little bit of faith during those moments and then but on the Mm. other side you've got scomo who's just a marketing machine and he's just pushing out things that people want to hear but they're all short term there's nothing there's no vision. I like the vision. Yeah. And then there's also a part of me that's just like greens. Should I vote greens? Like, I don't know. Will it be a hung parliament? Maybe it'll be a hung parliament. Then the greens have the power. They have the yeah. balance of power, yeah. which is what they want. That, I so. think that seemed, that seemed to work well during Gillard's time, I mm. believe. You know, there was a few minor parties that, that had a bit of balance and then some things got through and got done. That's not a bad yeah. thing. Well, that's true. Yeah. Hmm. Not a bad thing. Anyway, yeah, so who knows? But yeah, we've got an election. So there's going to be a lot of business news, I imagine, over the next month um, as we approach approach that date. So what I'm hoping to do, and I'm just putting this out there, if you know uh, a politician or someone who's representing either <laughs> side federally and wants to come onto the podcast, we're, we're making our own reaching outs, but... Uh, if you're an apologist, if you're listening to this <laughs> and you're our local member and, and you just want to come on and talk about what you're going to be doing for small business um, or what your party is going to be doing for small business, we'd love that. We, we want to get a representative from all sides to come on and just tell really us what good. your plan is. Well, I mean, Emma McBride, she's our, our local, local isn't she? Yeah. She's a lovely person. So yeah. it'd be great to have. We, we should... Let's reach out to her, Dan. Let's yeah. see if she can fit us in her busy schedule. And I don't know if you've been driving around and seen the um, the liberal signage that's gone up, Tim, but it's a, a doctor, someone, someone. Yeah, I saw that doctor, doctor, someone. Mm. Yeah. See what he's about. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure, Dan. I just mm. don't know how to feel about it yet. Hey, Albo, to- if you want to come on and redeem yourself, <laughs> two drunk accountants are here. You know, we have a listenership, so <laughs> come on and say your piece. ScoMo, ScoMo was, come on. ScoMo was on the coast recently. He, he, he probably drove past the two drunk accountants sign. ScoMo is aware of us, for sure. Let's see if ScoMo yeah. wants to come on and talk economic policy. All right. Love it. Love it. All right. Let's move on then, Tim. Tight ass tip. What have you got? Oh, I actually didn't prepare at all. Oh, um Wow. So let's just see if there's something in the room which makes me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Mm. Uh, we have a fantastic IT company, Dan. Okay, <laughs> Let me yeah. just start by saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Our IT support is great. Yes. Uh, but you don't necessarily always have to buy new IT equipment. Mm. So. Um, 
So use the IT equipment you already have. That is the tight ass tip. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. okay? right. old screens, they're fine. They may not be, you know, you might be copping a little bit more blue light than, than you need they're in not, your eyeballs. They're not, but they're you not need plasma. sleep. That's fine. No one yeah. needs sleep. Yeah. And I just, um, I just whipped some of these on. And they're just as good right. as new. Yeah. Just the sunnies on. <laughs> just some prescription sunglasses. You're good. You're fine. Um, so what, what I'm really getting at here is um, I think too quick we go to replace items because we think they're not suitable or they're not working. Mm. Um, but if you actually think outside the square a little bit, mm-hmm. you can find very big cost savings. Yep. So for example, we've just changed something in our office. We had a 4G backup. Um, internet dongle. Yep. And that was, I don't know, costing like a hundred bucks a month or something. But mm. if we lost internet, it would pay for itself yep. in like one day. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure how many times we've had to call on that, mm. but we recently had to decide whether or not to upgrade that. It was going to be double the cost, mm. which is still, it'll, it makes sense. Mm. Um, but in the way that we run our office now, our computers can all hotspot a, mm. And B, we all have home office setups. Yep. So for some reason, the internet drops for a week. We can work from home. We can work from home. I'm sitting here in Queensland. Um, exactly. And my and I'm you know doing a podcast over Zoom and things are going fine. I, I don't need a backup dongle. I've got my phone if I need. That's it. right. So I guess it's just thinking about what you do need to replace or upgrade mm. versus what you don't. Be and smart so, with your yeah, IT purchases. So even another example, um, we've got all sorts of different docks mm. lying around and mm-hmm. docks work differently with different computers. Yep. We recently upgraded some computers. Mm-hmm. So therefore, some docks weren't working with new computers. Mm-hmm. And they're not cheap. They're like four or $500. Mm. And uh, the answer prescribed there was to buy a new dock. Mm-hmm. But I thought outside the square there, Dan. Yeah. And instead of that, I switched docks with someone with an older computer mm. that had a newer dock. In saying that, um, said person's dock stopped working on one screen late last has week. It? Is it still, is, has he mentioned that to you? Yeah. No, I don't want to hear that, Dan. We might need to buy a new dock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay, maybe it is worth sometimes upgrading. Yeah, sometimes you need but, to upgrade. Yeah. Sometimes pick and choose wisely. Mm. Yeah. I've got, a tight ass. I've got a tight ass tip. Um, yeah. When it's cold and you've got a fireplace, use the fireplace instead of your aircon. Because <laughs> <laughs> it heats the room pretty well. Where did that well. come from? Yeah. My brother Is has that- a fireplace and we were using it last <laughs> night and it really heats the room up. <laughs> That's a good tip, Dan. Mm. I like that one. Although mm. wood does cost a bit. Oh, well, he reckons he got a trailer, which lasts him an entire winter for a hundred bucks. That's, That's far great. less than the electricity to run an air con every night. That's a good tight ass tip. Mm. Source your wood from someone who just chopped a tree down. Yeah, source your wood from dodgy people. Because there are a lot of people that just have a lot of woods mm. sitting around their backyard because they just can't be bothered moving it. Do you have a lot of wood, Tim? Mm. Yeah, I do actually at the moment. So yeah. I've got a fair bit. Okay, good. Um, Tim's got so. wood, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> As I've probably talked about, we did a little bit of renos recently. So yeah. we've got a lot of, um, uh, it's called, it's an interesting tree. It's called treated pine. Is that, <laughs> yeah. That's safe to burn. Yeah, it right? comes out of nature. Um. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's a lovely tree, though, I hear. Mm. So, no chemicals. Uh, shame to chop them down. Mm. And no, no, uh, we've got old decking wood, which, uh, mm. which is a good hardwood. Mm. Uh, I think it's Malbec or... No, that's a wine. Yeah. Something along those lines. Um, Malbec. As, 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 asbestos. 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 Asbestos? Is that yeah. a tree? Asbestos. A- yeah. Yeah. Great. Burns well. Burns well. Definitely, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, that, that's probably not something you want to burn down. No, but, uh, definitely not. Yeah, I've got lots of hardwood at the moment. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. I think we've gone on long enough about your wood. Uh, <laughs> let's go to our main topic. Today, we're actually going to be talking about, um, are you in the business of trading cryptocurrencies? So, are you a crypto crater? Crypto crater? A crypto crater. A crypto trader. Or... Or are you an investor? Uh, so this is a debate that's been going on for a long time in the share trading space. 
Um, mm-hmm. And there is some criteria and the ATO have released a little bit of guidance around this, but it's a bit tricky. It's not clear. It's a bit gray. Yeah. You sort of still have to make a judgment call at this point. Um, yeah. And so yeah. we wanted to, to go through some of those criteria and, and just, you know, give a bit more understanding around this because it, cause it isn't clear. It's not, it's not easy. Mm. And there's a lot of people doing crypto trading. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people it's really, really regular. Like they're trading every day. Mm. So there's a very thin line between investing and trading for profit, mm. which is potentially in the nature of a business. Yeah. And that, that has implications when it comes to lodging your tax return. Yeah, exactly. So, so let's dive, let's start there. What what is the difference tax wise between being a crypto or a share trader or being an investor? Yeah. So when you say trader, that, that means more like operating that as a business. Mm -hmm. So, um, so when you're in business, then it's simply income minus expenses equals profit or taxable income. Yeah. So, and then, um, in, in this instance, your your income would be every time you sell a crypto and or an mm-hmm. NFT, and your expense would be every time you buy a crypto or NFT. Yeah, and there's closing and opening stock. Yep. as well. Exactly, so, as if you held, um, you know, you sold calculators and you had a warehouse full of calculators. Well, that's a purchase when you buy them, mm. and it's a sale when you sell. In some ways, it's simpler Mm. for tax purposes. Mm. So that's really cool because if you're doing a lot of trading and you get to tax time, you might realize, wow, (laughs) this is going to be a nightmare to repair this. Mm. So in some ways, that is simpler because it literally is, like Dan said, just every time you sell minus every time you buy and uh, you've got opening and closing stock. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, so how does there's that probably work? other deductions you can yeah. claim against that as yeah. well because you're running a business. You, you so. might have employees. You might have um, administration costs, or you know, internet and uh, journals that you subscribe to, and um, you can register suite. with GST. Yeah, uh, registering you a GST business back on your expenses. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole lot that that opens up, and it can get quite more complicated. But on a basic point of view, if, if you're trading as a business uh, and the profit you earn from um, your sales, essentially that just becomes income in your name. If you're a sole trader, it just adds to your wages or other income and you pay tax at your marginal rate. So if that could be, you know, just under 50 cents on the dollar. If you yeah. don't earn much income otherwise, it could be, you know, 30 cents roughly. The main difference there, Dan, is that as an investor, you get a discount sometimes on capital gains. So instead of it being income in the ordinary course, like a business owner, Mm. um, it's a little bit different for investors. Exactly. So it becomes more like you've sold a house or shares that you owned for a long time. Um, Yeah. And and in that case, there's different rules on how you calculate what that profit figure is. Um, And and that's all capital gains is. Capital, you know, we've gone through this before. Capital gain isn't really a separate tax. It's just a way of calculating the income in which you're taxed at at your normal rates. So, um, so in this instance, uh, you don't have trading stock. There is no opening, closing balances. There is Mm. um, a capital gain event. And that is when you Mm. sell that crypto or that NFT, uh, you figure out your profit based on what it costs to purchase, which would be first in, first out in the crypto world. Um, which means the oldest things you own are the things you sell first. And that's an interesting tidbit as well, mm. because that is different to share trading. Yeah. Yeah. And so all that types of assets. And, and that so. could be something we go in, in a different episode, but, but essentially yeah. what happens is you end up with a profit figure and depending mm. on how long you've owned that crypto, uh, will determine what that income is. Because if you've owned it for longer than 12 months, you get the general discount. And you can divide that by two. So if you make a hundred grand of profit on a sale of, of two drunk coin and, uh, um, and you've owned those two drunk coins for uh, two years, then essentially you can divide that by two and your income is only $50,000 that you add to everything else. If you were in the business of share trading, that same share, even though you've held it for two years, um, and you sold it, then it would just be that full hundred thousand dollars would be added to your income. Yeah. yeah. The the thing that that will trick a lot of people though is is in in reality, 
if you're in the business of trading, it's rarely going to hold them for longer than 12 months anyway. And so the um, practical part of this sort of disappears because it'll almost be taxed the same. Yeah. So in some ways, if you are buying and selling that regularly that you never hold any of your coins Mm. for more than 12 months, you probably almost want to try and prove that you're a business, right? Yeah, you can start <laughs> claiming deductions for other things against it yeah. that you wouldn't be able to as as um, a capital gain event. Yeah. So yeah. in some ways, it could be a positive. Or if you it, business, if you trade significantly and you're making a loss in your crypto trading, which cryptos have gone down, um, it happens. You I'm could sure actually some apply that loss on, yeah. on Bitcoin or crypto in the past. Exactly. So, yeah. You can apply that loss against your other income. Yeah. Um, you know, assuming the non-commercial loss rules, uh, you, you know, you, you make your way through yes. those. But, but that, that is, is, you'd think you would be if yeah. you're in business. Exactly. You're, yeah. You definitely have, um, you would be selling more than $20,000 worth. Exactly. Of, that, of the coins. Exactly. So, so yeah, you, you could be, you know, applying that against your other income and, and making significant tax savings, which um, if you did that as a capital gain, you'd have to carry forward as a capital loss to apply against any future capital gain. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there is a, a significant advantage there for, for being a business if you if you've gone poorly and, and making loss. <laughs> yeah, and and unfortunately, you can't just choose each year. No. Uh, so we'll go through the criteria in a moment. Yeah. Also, unfortunately. It's not black and white. It's As not. most things are with tax, yeah. there is a big old gray area, which this lives within. So, And there's plenty of tax rulings, um, both for the share trading side and, and more and more now for the crypto side. You know, there's private rulings. There's been some things go through the courts that, that help clarify this a little bit. And, and funnily enough, most of those cases are around somebody has made a loss and wants to be known as a business so they can apply it against their other income. And the courts generally sort of go, yeah, I don't think you are a business. (laughs) So a a lot of it is around that. So you can't just say, oh, I'm a business. It it has to be actually in fact a business. Um, So so let's dive. Actually, I'm going to go on a limb before we go through the criteria. I'm going to say most people aren't in the business of cryptocurrency trading. Yeah, uh, it, it does seem to be that way um most people are probably investors um you know you probably think of yourself as rather um uh, sophisticated and and doing these things but but you you're probably not you're probably an investor Mm. um but but let's go through some of these criteria here yeah let's have a look at it so one of the first criteria to determine if you're if you're in the business of trading cryptocurrencies is if you're carrying on your activity for commercial reasons and in a commercially viable way, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, good question. Um, yeah. Um, commercial. So commercial reasons. I mean, that's, that's annoying mm-hmm. because wouldn't you say investing in anything has some sort of commercial interest? To yeah. It, right. Um, but I guess they're trying to separate out between mm personal wealth and business profit. Yeah. And I think a lot of this comes to like, um, you know, repetition, you know, do you have systems? Um, Is there a plan? Uh, That kind Mm. of side of things. Is this actually a commercial thing here? You know, are you running a business? Not, um, are you just buying a few coins here and there and selling a few here and there? That's not a commercially viable way. That's not something that you'd be running a business from, you know, that's just, you're dabbling and you're making some investments. Um, Interestingly enough, that sentence there, that commercial mm, purpose mm, uh, affects many types of investments, including mm, property. So um, subdividing land to develop, Mm is often seen under the guise from the ATO as being a commercial purpose. Yeah. So, so yeah, I guess trying to, I, and, and my reason for comparing them is because maybe we can take some learnings from that and apply it to crypto yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. And, and the ATO have tried to sort of port some of their rulings around share trading and property investing and all those kind of things to this space because essentially it's most of the same rules do apply. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the next one here though, is you undertake activities in a business like manner. 
So this mm. would typically uh, include preparing a business plan, acquiring capital assets or inventory in line with that business plan. Um, and if you look at the share trading side, yeah, it includes things like um, your uh, you've got study of daily and longer term trends. You, you're analyzing mm. companies' prospectuses, or, or in this case, coins, you know, coin yep. offerings or, or NFT drops, um, and annual reports. And you're seeking advice from experts. You've got qualifications, expertise, training, and skills in the area in which this is relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sort of the thing that we're talking about. So. Do you have a business name? Are you purporting yourself to the world as a business? Mm-hmm. Um, not just sitting in a room kind of trading. That, you know, and the one thing to mention is none of these things by themselves exclude you yeah. from not being a business, but it's sort of when you're looking at all of these things together. So have you sat down and actually made a business plan? Yeah. That's a big thing. It, it, I wouldn't say most people going into crypto trading do that. Mm, yeah. But perhaps they do. Um, yeah. yeah. Have you set up a, a, a business name for yourself? Something, something investing. And mm. um, have you told the world that that is who you are? You know, you've got an email address, you've got systems, yeah. you've got um, you've got a product that you're selling to other people. Yeah. Um, is is another criteria. Yeah. Um, yeah, I find this this is a big one because yeah. um, most people think it's just about the volume of trade. Um, yeah. and, and that's definitely a part of it, but it's also, are you conducting yourself in a business-like manner? So the tricky one there is the systems, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, where do you draw the line there? Because some people do probably have systems, like for example, notifications on Twitter. Yeah. Or, um, or perhaps even automated trading systems where the price of a coin gets below or a certain level or above or mm-hmm. whatever, and it buys and sells. Yeah, so um, I, I would say that's, you know, I don't know. Twitter is probably not professional research, but but once you start getting into like, yeah, seeking expert advice, subscribing to industry journals or articles and things, that's probably more advice. But then, yeah, the system side of, side of it, if you've set up automatic trading and things like that, that's, that's probably a business system. That's probably mm. a system. Um, whereas the average investor is likely to just be, buying a few coins, um, you know, maybe buying and selling a couple of things a week or, yep. or maybe daily, but, but not significant amounts daily. I, I'm, I'm not sure, you know, it's, it is, this is why it becomes so gray yeah. um, because the, these things don't, they're not foolproof here yeah. uh, and, and no one thing excludes you from one side of the other. Definitely. Um, do you prepare accounting records and market a business name or product? Yeah, so the accounting records one is interesting. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure there are some software available online that you could track your gain or loss there is. On, yeah. on coins. So if that's something you have set up really well and it's something you, you, you manage and monitor very closely, mm. that's definitely pointing towards it being more like a business, isn't it? Well, something I read um, in a court case um, when I was doing a bit of research for this uh, and it was for share trading, not for crypto, but, but similar. Uh, it was saying that in order to be, um, sorry, uh, keeping track of, of your accounting records would be a requirement for an investor as mm. well. Yeah. Because you've got to, you've got to pay tax you on your investment gains. So, <laughs> so keeping track in an Excel spreadsheet or something, your buys and sells and the values and things like that in and itself, again, doesn't exclude you from one side or the other because both yeah. would be needing to keep track of it in some form. But I think it's probably more around the complexity of, mm. of, um, of your accounting records and are, are you diving yeah. deep into the analysis of your growth and your trends and you're coming back to profit figures and is that part of your business plan? Yeah. Um, that's probably more what that's getting to. Definitely. Yeah. 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 It's more like using it as an analytical tool mm. versus a tax record. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it, Tim. Uh, do you intend to make a profit or genuinely, genuinely believe you will make a profit even if you are unlikely to do so in the short term? This is the, this is the tough one because you're, you're hoping to make a profit when you invest. That's the whole reason you invest, right? Um, yeah. So the, the intention, this is a, another 
on, on the share trading side, the ATO have said, the intention to make a profit is not on its own sufficient to establish that a business is being carried on. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, but it's just part of it. You know, are you hoping mm. to make short-term profits um, mm. as part of your business plan versus are you looking to have long-term growth in wealth? Um, yeah. As an investor. I think you could draw a line yeah. there. So there may be some people who um, have knowledge and experience and I guess uh, education mm. as such that they could look at crypto markets mm. and make a plan to say, well, I'm going to hold this for a month. Yep. At that time, things will have changed. I'll sell some mm. and invest into the next and basically have a plan of attack mm. of what they're going to buy when, because they have some vision mm-hmm. as to what's going to be happening. That differs a lot to someone who is just basically buying on a hunch. They're like, mm, this seems pretty good. Mm. I'm going to jump on this one and mm. hold it for a while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As they happen to sell it in a couple of months for a gain and then buy another one. That doesn't mean they're in business and no. trading. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's probably more getting into the mindset of the investor or the trader at the time they were buying. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's sort of, yeah, that, that, that's a hard one, but it's, I think this is also to help exclude the people who um, make it to loss be a business as well uh, and, and mm. are trying to, so it's more like, yeah, are you intending to make a profit here or are you just sort of making an investment on a hunch is, is a really good way to put it. Intentionally making yeah. losses. Yeah, exactly. Like a holiday home. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So one of the other criteria here is repetition, volume and regularity. And this is for share trading, but it applies equally to to crypto trading here. I like this. I like this point, but it's, you know, repetition. That is the frequency of the transactions or the number of similar transactions um, is a key of business activity, right? Mm. Um, The higher volume of your transactions, the more likely you are carrying on a business. Um, And, it would expected to be involved in the purchase of uh, these investments on a regular basis through a regular or routine method. So that kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier, Tim. Have you set up a system that buys and sells in a routine mm-hmm. method? That is a business likely to be. Yeah. Um, or are you working on a hunch and you're like, oh, I like that one. I'm going to buy it yeah. and, and I'll hold on to it for as long as I think is necessary. That is not a routine yeah. method. That is just speculative investments. Um, okay, Dan. So what if you have set up a system mm. where you do buy on a routine basis? Mm. Does that fact alone make you I don't think a so. business I don't operator. think so. Mm. Because it's also what about like the significant amount that you're investing, you know, yeah. uh, and, and how many transaction is, transactions is that? Do you have an automated system that buys and sells twice a week? Yeah. Or do you have an automated system that buys and sells a hundred times a day? Mm. That's very different. You know, you'd expect someone who is in the business of this to probably have a rather significant amount. The problem is the ATO doesn't define how much repetition actually, you know, what's the line. There is no line for them. They, are, they actually say in one of them, purchasing one thing could mean you're a business. I find that so troublesome. Yeah. You know, it's just... Yeah, so it's really frustrating. So it's hard to, to define what that is, but but I think we're starting to get a bit of a picture. Are you running this like a business? Do you have a plan or a scheme or something mm. set up that is going to mean that you are buying in a pattern, in a regular method, and and yeah. you know, and it's it's definitely daily. You know, you'd be, you'd be thinking this is daily, um, and is it several times a day or is it a hundred times a day? Yeah. Um, you know, do you have a plan and a certain amount of profit mm. and a way that you're doing this in a systemized method and an accounting system and and you're keeping track of it and you're analysis and you're analyzing things and you're subscribing to industry bodies or um yeah. you know journals and articles and you're reading about it and you're investing Attending events and yeah. networking with other and ne- professionals exactly it, that is a business. Like a business yeah <laughs> or yeah. um are you doing two or three trades a week and you're just sort of looking on Twitter to see what the community is saying and yeah. you're just buying a few and yeah, you've made a profit in the short term, but you were, you were equally likely to hold them for a long term, you know? Yeah. Um, 
that is more likely to be an investor. And most people would fall into that second category. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, yeah, I guess what you've got to ask yourself, and some so some people will be listening to this that have crypto hmm. um, activities and investments. Hmm. Um, was your mindset when you were investing such that you were going to be running this like a business enterprise mm. or was your mindset when you were in, when you were investing such that you thought it was an opportunity to make capital gains over a period of time yeah and perhaps there's no answer to that but mm. that's really what the crux of this issue is mm. you need to get to the heart of that and yeah. the ATI found criteria to try and narrow down what your intentions were at mm-hmm. the time but let's not forget that is the big question here mm. so Figure out what that was um, and then find evidence to support that based on these criteria. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Did, did you sit down at the beginning and come up with um, an analysis of the market and uh, your potential investments and you've done research on, on how things may occur and when profit may arise uh, and you make you know, use that as a basis for buying and selling every day. Well, that's a business. Or did you say, Hey, people are making a lot of money in this crypto. I'm going to buy a bunch of coins and, and I'm hoping to make a capital gain over the next couple of years. That, that is more likely to be an investor. A couple of things to say, you know, so there any further criteria, Dan, you want to run through or no, I think that's sort of the, the main points that, um, I think that the ATO like to hit on. To help people make a decision on what they want to do here, Mm. just a couple of things to say around um, what the results are of choosing one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, Because that's, that's important as well. Mm -hmm. So, so like we said, if you're running, uh, if you're, if you're proposing to Mm -hmm. the ATO that you are running a business Mm -hmm. and that means that you're offsetting a large amount of losses from that trading activity mm. against other income and mm. therefore saving a lot of tax, mm. you really want to have crossed your T's and dotted your I's. Um, if on the other hand, you were running it like a business and you want to propose to the ATO that you were an investor mm. and that's going to save you a lot of tax, mm. then you also wanted to have crossed your T's and dotted your I's. Yep. If neither of those two things are accurate statements, then you're probably not really too worried yeah. either way, mm. are you? Because you're not trying to offset a whole bunch of losses. Mm. You're not trying to um, dodge tax mm. on, on gains. Um, and it's likely, you know, um, if you are trading that heavily, maybe you haven't held any of those coins for more than 12 months anyway. So the exactly. general discount mm. of 50% apply. is mm. just, set aside anyway. Yeah. Um, so just consider those things as well and whether or not you really need to consider if you're in business or if you're an investor. Yeah, exactly. So it yeah. could simplify things a bit for you. Exactly. If, if you've bought and sold a bunch of crypto in the past two years and it's unlikely you've held any for longer than 12 months, this conversation doesn't really matter. You just put them in your capital gains worksheet and yep. uh, you'll pay the same tax as if it was a business anyway. So... Yep. Go about your business like that. Where it comes into play is if, you know, uh, you were a business for a short term and then you stopped and then there's some tax consequences there when trading stock becomes a CGT asset, you know, yeah. or, you know, but, but again, this, all these conversations uh, are pointless if, if you weren't in business anyway. So um, don't try and dodge tax. Try and That's come right. down to, to fact of, of if you were a business or not. Yeah. To- don't try and shape it to what's going to suit you best. Mm. You just need to run with what your intentions were at the time. Yep. So, and, and, and uh, space, use the evidence. This space is evolving. I'm sure we'll see some cases go through the courts. I'm sure we'll get some rulings on these yeah. kind of things and, and we'll update you the more as it, or as it goes. But the best thing I've been able to do is sort of read the ATO's current guidelines, um, read through some share trading cases and, and rulings and sort of get the vibe of, get, of, the, vibe? get the vibe of, of what, what they're looking at mm-hmm. and, and it even comes down to things like one thing we didn't talk about um like do you have significant startup investment like mm. and by that i mean have you got an office and equipment and things that the general public wouldn't be able to access that is sophisticated nice. um okay so there's an example no, there yeah. <laughs> you, you might have gone into mining mm. um bitcoin and then also 
trading it heavily or other cryptocurrencies yeah. heavily as well, mm. that may be more likely to be a business. Yeah. If you're mining Bitcoin, you're probably in business. There's some pretty mm. um, large equipment required. Yeah. Big, big investment but, to do that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah that's different. But, um, but yeah, try and keep across it. Um, think about your intentions when you started and how you conducted yourself. Um, it's more likely you're probably an investor, but for some of you out there, you may be a business. Um, yeah. So, hopefully we've clarified it or muddied the water even further. I don't know. <laughs> One of the two. Hopefully, of the two. Um, hopefully you enjoyed my fantasy football chat earlier. <laughs> well, let's finish our main topic. Tim, do you have another thing that you'd like to recommend as we wrap this up? Yes, I do. Actually, mm. it's sitting right in front of me. I'm going to okay. use something in the room for this. Yeah. Fish River Roasters. You got some Fish River Roasters. Is that in reverse? No, Is no. Is that coming through in reverse that's, for you? That's right. Was, that's right. Yeah, it's just looking did, at my own, it's in reverse. Did you order some in or is that from the show bag? Uh, I have ordered some more. These are the chocolate mm. um, coffee beans. I saw on Facebook, if you order coffee today, Dan, mm. or perhaps even tomorrow, this is this is Thursday. Mm. And so, this is not an ad, by the way. This is just, I'm just excited about something, yeah. I love, I love the coffee. They have not paid us for this mm. at all. Mm. Um, uh, that he may come on to do a brewing business at some point. Not that mm. we've asked him, yeah. but we would love to get him on yeah. because I love coffee. He was at the um, uh, the Bathurst um, backing business forum. Yeah, we met him at the forum. Yeah. He was one of the panelists there as mm. well. Um, love their coffee, Dan. Mm. So good. And I ordered it about a month ago, almost through the bag. And um, it, can't, it came like the next day. How so, good but yeah, I was stoked. I went through that goodies bag mm. from the forum and mm. I found these. So they've just been sitting on my desk recently. And every time I need a little energy kick, just have a little chocolate covered coffee bean. Yeah, just a chocolate covered coffee bean. They're so good. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah. And so I think you get a, a free bag of these with any um, kilo of coffee that you order on their website before Good Friday or maybe even on Good Friday. How so, good is that? Check it out. That is Fish River. By the way, fish river. fish river, fish river. I want to say five, mm. but it's fish, fish, because that's a river. Yeah, the fish river, fish river. That's where they're at. Mm. Um, all right, my other thing this week. I got two other things. Um, my first other thing is the NBA playoffs start this week. Cool. The planes uh, during the week and the playoffs start on the weekend. I'm keen for that. Raptors seventy sixes. Oh, is it? Raps are 76ers. That's awesome. Mm, so that'll be good. Oh, I, if so, for everyone listening out there, I am a 76ers fan. I was mm. on the main wagon because of Ben Simmons, but I still have some small allegiances with yeah. him. Now yeah. they have James Harden. Now you've well. just moved over to Brooklyn, right? You've just followed Ben Simmons. Um, look, I would be upset if Brooklyn yeah. win as well. <laughs> well so. They won their playing game, so they're, they're in. Seventh spot. That's, I would hate to be playing them mm. in the playoffs. Yeah. I feel like they're dangerous. Mm, they are dangerous. And Simmons might be back. Really? Mm. That's awesome. Anyway. Um, I love this time of year in the NBA. It the is playoffs. good. It's, it's the best. It's the exciting point. The yep. pointy end of the stick. Um, so, yep. yeah. So, that's, that's, that's one other thing. But my, my second other thing is I, I drove to Queensland. Um, okay. Yep. And normally when you drive, um, I like to call it the Macca's tour of the East Coast because <laughs> you, you stop at truck stops to f- refuel and there's a Macca's and uh, an Aporto and something else, right? Yeah. And you, 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 we've all done it. We've, if you've yeah. ever driven Sydney to Brisbane, you, mm-hmm. this is what happens. Yeah, the freeway yeah. bypasses every main town now yeah. and you just stop at truck stops. Yeah. Not this time. Uh, got some hints and tips from, from the old man and Chris and we stopped at a few different places and it made the cool. journey heaps better. Cool. Heaps better. Where'd you stop? So one shout out I want to give is uh, Ricardo's Tomatoes. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> Ricardo's tomatoes and strawberries. Um, cool. Okay. So my brother, is, he always talks about Ricardo's tomatoes because he <laughs> he's driven past the sign. It's like one of those tourism signs on the freeway for as long as he can remember. But he's never been. He's always wanted to go. So we said, you know what? We're going. Um, it's about two minutes once you take the turn off off the freeway. Okay. Uh, and they've got a cafe there and... Beautiful. They grow tomatoes and then they make everything you can think of to do with tomatoes. So I bought some <laughs> Ricardo's tomatoes, uh, tomato sauce and salsa. Nice. And last night I had some dip, oh. some salsa with some chips. That sounds amazing. Sour cream and I cheese. Love salsa. It was good. It was really oh. good. The tomato sauce is fresh. 
and it's real tomatoes. And On your way back down, can you get me a jar of salsa, please? Well, I was going to stop in and get some, um, they've got some pasta sauce, like bolognese sauce. Oh. Yeah, I was going to get some of that. But uh, awesome. yeah, I recommend Ricardo's Tomatoes. Stop okay. in. Ricardo's Tomatoes, mm. very good shout out there. Mm. There's, a, there's a few good um, burger joints as well on the way up. I've, um, there's a place near Coffs. I think it's called Diamond Head or something like that. Yep. There's a little um, takeaway shop there, which is sick. It's like always play. It's run by these young, like sort of surfy guys. Mm. And um, they're always playing like loud rock music. Mm. And they make like the best burgers ever. It's a really nice vibe. I should stop in so. there on the way back. Yeah, I'll um I'll send you the name of it, Dan, and I'll confirm that that is mm. the town. It's Diamond Something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. All right, that sounds good. All right, I'll go there. And then the other place I stopped in, there's this little sleepy town called Nabiac. N a b i a c. I call it Nabiac. Yeah, Nabiac. Anyway, there's a motorcycle museum in Nabiac. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother again, who's seen the sign, like, oh, we got it. I just assumed it was going to be like this little tiny room. And there's this guy who has like four motorbikes on display or something. And, you know, that'll be the end of it. I was wrong. This thing is huge. And there's no one in there. And I reckon there's like a thousand motorbikes in this place and and old vintage cars. And it's like three warehouses all set out really nice. And it was awesome. So I wonder how he's treating that for tax purposes. Yeah, I don't know. I thought about the same thing. And I I even had a conversation about GST and a few other bits and pieces. Um, yeah, they do. They charge an admission fee. Five bucks. It's probably, probably I a museum. I, I didn't see any for sale in there. Well, that's a key That's a key factor, isn't it? Yeah, um, it is, that, it is a key go. factor. Very cool. Very good. But, that's uh, funny. Yeah. I won't go straight to that. But. So stop mm. into the Motorcycle Museum in uh, Nabiac. Very nice. Mm. Very nice. It sounds like you had a good trip. It was nice. It was nice. Anyway. for you. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, if you want to get in touch, twodrunkpodcast at gmail.com, two drunk accountants on all the social medias. That's the best place to find us. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. The podcast is on the road next week, Dan. Mm-hmm. I'll take my computer, but I'm going to be down in Tasmania. Are you going so. to record down in Tassie? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Taking it on tour. May as well. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. We'll have time to record a pre one. So fair enough. All right. Well, we do uh, have some Tassie listeners though. So shoot us a message if you're. uh, I'm flying into Launceston. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, looking forward to it. I can meet up with people in Brizzy. You can meet up with some people in Tassie. We're on the road, Dan. We're on the road. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and we will calculate it.